it's me adume chamako and um yeah i'm back with uh, another one um and this time um I, we have a new format of the podcast and i've decided to try um a new format and see where it takes us so this is season two of um tribe lead and um the very first um episode of season two is going to be a new setup a new feel to things and the first episode is going to be a book review i'm going to be having a eight part book review the book that i'll be reviewing is the subtle art of not giving a fuck so um the book uh let me give a little bit of um back a little bit of backstory the the first time i came across the book was when um i think i was in my 11th grade i think i was in 11th grade and um yes i was um, a friend of mine i'm not sure if it was 11th grade or 12th grade but at the end of my 11th grade i became an obsessive reader um people that know me know how i obsessed of reading i think in the total of my 11th and 12th year in school in terms of personal books that i've read they were over 50 and that was under a year and you have to consider i was also in in my matric year and how hectic things were but the love of reading it just like it just became addicted um i'm a very obsessive person in in some sense <laughs> um but yeah i came across it and a friend of mine um whose name is Grussell. Shout out to him. Um, I came across the book. It, it is very striking because of the title. But um, at the time, I didn't read it. And I just felt like, nah, it wasn't for me. I don't even... I just took it because I love books and just browsed through it and didn't re- read it. Um, three years later, I read the book. And I think the first time I read it was probably in Jan or Feb. But I'm rereading the book now that I'm busy with these series. So let's start. Um, the first chapter of the book is called Don't Try. The book is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Uh, the author is Mark Manson. So the first chapter says Don't Try. He opens up... Um, the chapter with uh, a story of how he was in 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 his last year of high school and how he was hit by a bat and how all of these memories became kind of significant and yeah but the first story that really introduces us to him is that of him being hit by the bat him fracturing and popping his eye socket he then goes on to tell us tells us how he left his job but starts with um a story that most self-help books wouldn't necessarily go by and he clearly uh states that that many um self-help books wouldn't tell us a story that is not enlightening or makes the world look like fairy dust and look like the american dream um 
he opens up the story by Bukowski, who was an author. He was a drunkard and basically spent his entire life drinking and spending spending his entire life on nothing but booze and prostitutes. But he had one strong passion for writing and after being turned down by um book um by um, many publications he kept on failing kept on kept on failing but when he was 50 he there's a man that took a keen interest in him and then decided to take a chance on him after taking a chance on him it then happened that he finally got this chance and this man wrote him and said you have a decision um i'm making you an offer bukowski then decided to um had to make a decision between oh he decided that he's accepting the, the offer but he's left with two decisions it's either he continues being a drunkard or he takes this offer and is homeless and starves but does what he loves. Bukowski takes the chance and is homeless but does what he loves and is an author. Long story short, he becomes successful but rather than the normal stories that they tell us that is whole fairy dust and the world is sunshine and rainbows story he doesn't change his character because he's still the drunkard he's still the man that loves booze he's still the man that loves prostitutes and has no respect for women in some lights you know and has no self respect for himself the striking um feature that mark manson makes here is that in the world that we're living in they make it seem as if we're supposed to have all of these things so much in control and what the story tries to make us realize tries to make us realize is that once you have success it doesn't necessarily change your character bukowski passed away and on his tombstone what was inscribed was don't try So even if he had died, Bukowski had learned and had seen that in this life, all you have to do is not really try. It's not about just being the picture perfect person, and I think this resonates with me so much. I used to obsess so much on how much temperance or how my tone is, or how I made this sound so formal and sometimes it really gave me an ache listening to it but I realized that giving a fuck about more stuff is not necessarily good for me but in the Bukowski Mark Benson makes um the statement which is clear in our culture consumed um world of social media 
where we are told to be giving a fuck about everybody. You have to have the body, the car, the live in that estate, speak with those people, speak that English, have that kind of car, have that sneaker, you know. But giving a fuck about more stuff is just good for business in terms of corporates. It is not necessarily good for you. He makes an important note that giving the sasso out of giving a fuck is about learning what to give a fuck about. Giving a fuck about what's important. And giving a fuck about everything puts us through so many stress, so much stress. And we see this all the time. It's you are sitting and you're thinking about and I think it happens I, I can relate clearly to this because um, I have a lot of I have a little bit of social anxiety so I would think about even when I think about striking conversation I think about striking the conversation then I would later think about what would happen if I strike the conversation what are the consequences of me not striking the conversation and then maybe the person leaves now I'm thinking about the repercussions of not having had started the conversation so it's the negative he calls this the negative feedback the the feedback loop from hell because i give because you give a little much of a fuck a little bit too much of a fuck because you are crazy and obsessed about all of these things and basically this book just teaches us to accept and move on to not be scared of failing to choose which fucks you want to give and to know which moments on give on which moments of not giving a fuck are about it's about not giving a fuck about learning to prioritize what you value most you yourself feel or what you yourself feel is important because that's what life is about you know and i think um on a serious note in in some lights we live in just a perfect epiphany of this we live in a world where what you love is could literally fund your whole life there's sneaker obsessed people that make an entire livelihood of they love of sneakers we have our social media influences and in their respective categories because there's fitness influences there's um uh, model influences there's all of these different things and i think the where we are right now is a perfect place where to know which people you want to fit in with so learning where or what you give a fuck about is 100% important. And the subtle, and he makes the clear statement that the subtle art of not giving a fuck is not being, not giving a damn about everything. But it is about learning what to give a fuck about. Because if you don't give a fuck about anything and you see no meaning in every in, in everything, then you're clearly a psychopath. So this theory of his is really about learning to be comfortable with who you are. 
and I think for me, that's really what I'm, I'm, I'm starting to realize, you know. To move forward, you have to accept the situation that you're in and move on from it. Because it's definitely going, not going to change by you denying it. Deny, uh, delay is not denial, right? But at the same time, learning that the situation is what it is. You accept it. Um, there's a stoic saying that I say to myself in terms of confusion or of unclarity. It's called Amor Fati, which means um, I'm not. I'm, oh my God! There's there's two, but Amor Fati means that obstacle is the way, right? So it's about finding bliss in the obstacle that comes in your way. So Amor Fati is just saying it is what it is <laughs> in layman's terms. You know, um, but there's three subtleties that he later discusses. And he says the first one is learning that not caring and overcoming adversity is what's important. Just laugh at yourself. Look at all the mistakes that you're doing and laugh at them. Enjoy them because it's your adversity. And you have to have to you have to deal with it. You can't be everyone's favorite, you know. You can't butter your bread on both sides. How do you expect to hold it, <laughs> you know? So for me, it's really learning that. It's, he makes that statement. Says that's the first subtlety. The second subtlety he says it's important to learn that the subtle. It, it, it's important to learn that in wherever you are it's about caring about something way bigger than what you what 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 you're doing so for instance he makes this uh, he makes this example that if you are in a supermarket of a 90 year old woman okay maybe not 90 if a 70 year old woman is in a supermarket and um a pimply 17 year old cashier doesn't uh click uh, use her 30, 30 cents coupon then it's a big deal to her but that's because where she is in her life she literally has nothing to do and the only thing that she has is her coupons she's so obsessed over this so the subtle uh, the art of this is learning to have something which is way bigger than you which could be your passion and the things that you choose to care about, which could be your family, you know. So your problem is not having anything meaningful. So if you have something meaningful, then there's clearly, the, the subtlety is clearly in force. The third subtlety he states is that you should always choose what to give an F about. Being selective about the, super, the superficial things we have shows us that we are maturing you know it's about when 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 you were growing up and as you grow up and you mature and you learn that you are not as you you're not as in your head as you should be it's about caring about the little things and for me it's for me i can truly resonate with that because i'm very when i say 
a very um, mild approach to life. So there's a lot of things that I become highly obsessed about. You know, I'm, 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 I'm obsessed with detail. But the more you learn is that sometimes the details don't really matter. Or as um, my Philatona people like saying, you know, it's like when you plan things out, you don't have to just plan things out, you know. Some things you just have to wing it, you know. Wing them out and see how they play out in the long run. The name of the game is called consistency. Now, in the book, he makes us he makes us realize that we should think clearly and choose what to care about rather than having to overcompensate with everything that we with, with everything that we have or with everything that we do you know and being comfortable with adversity be comfortable with your problem be comfortable with your grind um, being comfortable with just being you that being said um i think that's the perfect note of ending this week's podcast i'll be dropping each and every week and no this is not a joke i am very realistic with what goes now thank you for those that are returning subscribers um if you are subscribed to the podcast um thank you please do leave a review leave a review if you're listening on apple Podcasts. give me a five star rating and then tell me and then if you want to give me a three star rating give me a five star rating and then tell me uh in the comments what you would like me to improve see you next week when we cover the second chapter of the book and with that being said see you next week with love and care mj